Hello, my friends, and welcome to How About a Stories Season 4, Following the Big Bad Wolf. This is Episode 1, The Dog and the Wolf. Before we get started, if you haven't subscribed, please do so so you can be up to date on all new episodes. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review at podchaser.com forward slash how about a story. Thanks, my friends, and I hope you enjoy the show. for some time. My family moved a few years after. Mm, this, this is where he called to me. He was right by this tree line. He came towards me and said, Hey, cuz, you're looking well these days. I knew exactly what he was implying. I could hear hunger on his mind. Mm. exactly what you're thinking. You thought fairy tale land was just that, a fairy tale. But what if I told you that it is an actual place and we can go there? In fact, we're there now. This is fairy tale land. Yes, the place where fairy godmothers dance and evil forces play. You've read about this place to your kids at night. You've brought books about princes and princesses that promote happily ever afters. You've shared with your friends which ones of its tales were your favorites and why. But we're here tracking a story, going through the looking glass and pushing aside the veil. I'm shining a light on Fairy Tale Land's first serial killer. I'm Isaura Venegas, your host, and this is the story about the big, bad wolf. He terrorized fairy tale land for years, and then, poof, we just stopped hearing about him. What happened to the big, bad wolf, and is he still alive? Now, we all have an inception story, and the wolf has one too. He was born Zeke Midas Wolf. Now, not much can be gathered about Zeke in his early days, but it does show that he always traveled alone. Therefore, it is assumed that he must have been abandoned by his pack when he was young. Some of his first encounters in fairytale land, we see him befriending various animals, like a dog. The fable of the dog and the wolf has been passed down through generations as a warning to its readers or perhaps these days our listeners, that's you, that there is nothing worth so much as our liberty. Yes, this is true, but this is also where you gain insight into the mind of our young Zeke.
After some barking around and some sniffing about, I thought for sure he was going to join me. But then he stared deep into my soul. It was just a moment. I'll never forget it. Really stood up my scruff. He smiled and he asked, he asked about my neck. <laughs> when I told him, he flipped out about the collar. Made it pretty clear how he felt and then ran off. Never understood until folks started talking years later. Then it started to make sense. It all started to come clear. In this story, we see how Zeke knew how to read his environment pretty well. A skill that developed greatly as he got older. Buttering up the young dog to gain information before he devoured him, but still naive enough to get caught up in the interaction that he doesn't follow through. Our lone wolf pup has inherently strong interpersonal instincts, kind of like Ted Bundy, a very friendly, wanting-to-know-all-about-you individual. In the Crime Museum blog, Nine Early Warning Signs for Serial Killers, states, Ted Bundy was notoriously charismatic, which helped him disarm his female victim's suspicions. Now, I never thought I would have the opportunity to explore this idea, and here we are in fairytale land, talking with the dog who encountered our wolf before he became the big bad one we know of today. So I had to know more. Dog, is there anything else you remember from that day that could possibly be helpful to us now so many years later? Mm, do not underestimate him. I was so young, but I remember the way he listened. It was like he knew the words in between the words I spoke before I even knew him. He knew the wild in me. I think it's time for us to hear The Dog and the Wolf. An Aesop fable. There was once a wolf who got very little to eat because the dogs of the village were so wide awake and watchful. He was really nothing but skin and bones, and it made him very downhearted to think of it. One night, this wolf happened to fall in line with a fat house dog who had wandered a little too far from home. The wolf would gladly have eaten him then and there, but the house dog looked strong enough to leave his mark should he try. So the wolf spoke very humbly to the dog, complimenting him on his very fine appearance. Well, you could be as well fed as I am if you want to. Leave the woods. There you live miserably. Why, you have to fight so hard for every bite you get. Follow my example, and you'll get along beautifully. What must I do? Hardly anything. Chase people who carry canes. Bark at beggars. Fawn on the people of the house. In return, you get tidbits of every kind. Chicken bones. Choice bits of meat. Sugar. Cake. And much more. Besides, not to speak of kind words and caresses. The wolf had such a wonderful vision of his coming happiness that he almost wept. But just then he noticed that the hair on the dog's neck 
was worn and the skin was chafed. What is that on your neck? Nothing at all. What? Nothing? Oh, just a trifle. Please, tell me. Perhaps you see the mark of the collar to which my chain is fastened. What? A chain? Don't you go wherever you please? Not always. Well, what's the difference? All the difference in the world. I don't care a rap for your feasts, and I wouldn't take all the tender young lambs in the world at that price. And away ran the wolf to the woods. Moral of the story? There is nothing worth so much as our liberty. And this, my friends, is the tale that starts the ripple through fairy tale land. That maybe underneath the happily ever afters, there is something more sinister. Thank you so much for listening. If you get a chance, stop by our Instagram page at How About a Story and let me know what you think so far. Do you think the big bad wolf is a serial killer? I would like to thank Jason Showard for playing the role of the dog and Christian Stokes for playing the role of the wolf. Thank you guys for helping me make this episode come to life. This podcast was written, edited, directed, and produced by me, Isaura Vanegas. Until next time, my friends, what stories will you be getting into?